Once again, part two, this is Italo's Black Dog Radio, and this is Italo, and that is... Big Dog Lefty. He's eating a cookie, guys, so don't mind him. Uh, but yeah, thanks for joining me right back. Um, let's just, let's just keep, keep rolling, because uh, this is a great, great topic. And I do want to thank you, because I know your time is valuable. You have a lot of stuff going on. I was going to say shit. I just did it. So... No. There's a lot of shit going on in your house. There's uh, all create. So for those that don't, don't don't know you, and they hear all this stuff in the background, and you're not watching the YouTube. Uh, the reason there's a lot of noise, there's a lot of commotion, is because you have so many things happening, and not only like mm -hmm. anybody's life, but uh, you have all creative people in your house. Yeah. <laughs> My whole, my house is one big mosh pit of madness, if I can put it that way. So, yeah. Well, to, yeah, and I and I understand people may say madness, but I think it's oh, it's, it's, it's a uh, thing. You know, I have an eclectic daughter, a very eclectic daughter, a wife who's also eclectic. Their dad does not fit that mold, and you know, it's just a wonderful thing. My kids will grow up with a lot of stuff that I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're fortunate, but at the same time, right now, it's a really hard time for everybody. And uh, so in, in, certain, in, certain, um, in certain ways, I do feel bad for this generation because they're going to miss what we... I took it for granted, you know, going out to the beach and going by myself, you know, to the, to the school or, or take a bus or I was not, um, I didn't have this, uh, what do you call it? Uh, paranoia that yeah. we have going on right now that anything will happen to you if you go to the corner and then you get, you know, I used to go get cigarettes for my, for my parents and, you know, get some, you know, cigarettes and or go get, uh, some beer and, and I'm like, that was so weird, but it was it wasn't a big deal, you know. It's a little different now. Um, you know, it goes back to the whole easy access thing, where things are just way too accessible, and with more access comes more danger. So, you know, it's a whole different. Like I used to be able to take the bus by myself at like nine, ten. Yeah, I wouldn't trust a nine-year us right now like it's it's weird but then but then again so there's there's things that happen to us and i'm, I'm and i'm and speaking from experience too that uh we now realize were things that were that were wrong very wrong and we didn't know how to place you know how to places like what happened you know i'm so broken and had we had the psychology we have today, how we had the resources we have today, how we have the 
psychiatrists, psychologists that are on TikTok or are on YouTube or all this stuff that we know today and the, you know, information highway or whatever they call it, mm-hmm. uh, is, is, is an awesome tool. Uh, and it can be used for good things and for terrible nefarious things too. So Absolutely. I used to say, um, you know, your parents used to always tell you when I was younger. Yeah, but we missed it. Just because you went through something doesn't make it right. You know, just because people did it doesn't make it right. So Can you put this on your charger, mommy's charger, right there behind you? Um, I'm in a meeting. Close the door. Thank you. You guys see. <laughs> <laughs> right. See? <laughs> um, but, and then, okay, so there was a, a video that I saw, right? And, uh, and I don't remember the name of the guy, but uh, he was, he was, he was actually uh, doing a TikTok in his car, <laughs> and it was funny because he, you know, he was saying it's like, you know, our kids nowadays, you know, we think they think that we're like superheroes, and then the, the back seat of the car, the, the kids like, no, you're not. You can't even fight that. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was like, if that were to, if that were to be me, dude. But yeah. you know that and that goes to show you he the way he's raising, the way he's raising his kids the right way. He's raising his kids to say what's on their mind. There you go. So yeah, you know, when we were growing up, you know, your parents were this I don't believe in disrespecting your parents, but you must have critical thinking. You know, now it goes back to the last topic we talked about where we have to learn to mold our kids to actually think for themselves. You know, when we were growing up, it was always do as I say, do as I say, do as I say. What the problem with that is, if the parents themselves are broken, you're teaching those broken views to your kids. Well, it's basically basically saying, do as I say, not as I do, because you know what I'm saying? Like they, they were not a bit, the best example. And at the same time, they're human. So it's like I had to deal with that with both things in my head. And and I'm a Libra. So it's like, and you're a Libra too. So it's like, was the right, this is not, this is off balance, you know. And my travel was very off balance. And I always had to like find a way and I had to become parentified, basically. I had to be the parent. Yeah. It goes back to... That whole thing, basically, what we were talking, and I told you where I'm from, background. We're raised a certain way. You know, um, Jamaicans, back then, we were a little bit more tolerant now. But back when I was growing up, we had very little tolerance for certain lifestyles. And that impacts all the youth in that country. So people of my generation growing up in Jamaica, we were basically, you know, I had my own prejudice towards the LGBTQ community as well. You know, I'm not scared to talk about it because it took a lot of deprogramming, <laughs> learning those bad habits to become the person I am today. You know, mm-hmm. But I know where it came from. Background, it's, it, it was in our music, it was all around you. So it, it basically, without you even knowing it, we're basically forced to believe what every everyone else believes 
So we didn't really form our own opinion of people. Not only that, but it's like the Bible tells you. Like, right. All right. So the Bible, the Bible. Is, the Sorry Bible to bring that up, but it's like. It's, it's fine because the Bible itself, people don't understand. They will point to one scripture in the Bible, but the Bible itself, I'm not really a religious person, but I was raised in a Catholic upbringing. So I do know the Bible, but it is a very progressive book. So you can't point to one specific scripture and tell me that this is absolute when the Bible itself progresses as it goes along. So when you tell someone that, okay, yeah, since their story, they said that this is wrong, but we're not pointing to the other section of that also dictates the man should not judge. We have no right. So you're picking one specific part of the Bible to fit your argument while ignoring the other part of the Bible that also debunks your argument. Because you therefore, even if you saw that in the Bible, you have no right to judge because only God can judge. So who am I to judge someone else based okay. on their how, how are you gonna, how are you so quick at throwing the first stone and? Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's one of those books where you can always find something to support your argument, yeah. but same book, you can also find something to, to debug that up. Well, I'm a, I'm a gospel. I, I love the gospel. Uh, and, and, I, and, it's not, and it's not a religion. It's not because of my upbringing, but I do, I do actually like the, uh, the teachings of Jesus. And, and I'm, not, I'm not saying, you know, believe, believe it or not, you know, that it was a person and it was a character or it was a biblical character. And some, some say that he wasn't real or whatever, um, or he was this color or that color. But regardless, you know, the teachings were, were interesting, just like the teachings from Siddhartha or Buddha or whoever right. it is that you believe or, or you just want to read about it. Because I was exploring as well. I was, I was curious. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm Catholic, but I know there's Buddha and I know there's uh, Allah and there's other beliefs that, and then there, I grew up in Peru, and they believe in Inti, which is the, the sun god. Who am I to say that they, their, their god is more valid than, or I'm, <laughs> mine is more valid than yours? You know, my right. god. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's, the Bible also teaches humility, right? And that's my problem with the whole using the Bible as a part of your argument, because the Bible itself teaches humility. So you're supposed to be humbled and learn to respect others. That's the main teaching of the Bible. Learn respect. Learn to treat others the way you want to be treated. So using that to defies the whole teachings of the Bible. So if you're going to use the Bible as a weapon, as a tool to basically push your point, your agenda, yeah. then you yourself are misunderstanding what the Bible teachings are. Because it is to teach humility. It is to teach to love thy neighbor. It actually says that in the Bible. And I'm sorry, your, your neighbor might be LGBTQ. Your neighbor might be African-American. Your neighbor might be Muslim. And if we're teaching to love thy neighbor, how can you use that same book to teach hate? And that is my whole problem with the argument of using like the Bible as your reference to justify hate and prejudice. Mm. You know, it, it should never be used for that purpose. And I'm not even a Christian or Catholic at this point, but I do understand the upbringings and, and 
you know, I went to an all Catholic school when I was growing up. So I understand the te- we had to do the mass, the whole nine. So I understand the teachings of the Bible. But because of the upbringing and the teachings and, you know, you do have some hack preachers out there who basically come out there the wrong message. Yeah. You know, and, and they're they're basically gaining yeah popularity and and greed and um, a lot of things come into play. Um, so you can, yeah you use it as a weapon or you use it as a tactic to gain right. more followers or to gain more money and to you know uh, have a subscription and <laughs> uh, we can go on and on. But um, yeah, it's, I I I was going to say something else, but yeah, and that. That's the reason why I told you, like, we have to learn, like, as a society, we have to learn to de-learn. When I first came to this country, and I'd never accustomed going to school with anyone who was different, like, um, sexually different. So it was basically because if they were, they were not, there was no way no one was coming out in Jamaica back in the, the 80s and the 90s. It was not happening. So that was actually a culture shock for me in this country. Right. Like, I classmate who's openly gay, and I had to basically sit there and dude, I listened to him talk, and the guy's, like, handing me a pencil, and I'm like, dude, he's an alright guy. Like, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with this. It defies everything that I've been taught. Yeah. So I, excuse me? <laughs> so I had to learn to change my line of thinking towards that you know and it took time it wasn't easy it took time and, and uh yeah and i'm glad that you said that because uh my father in particular he's he's not uh, okay with my lifestyle and he has he has said it in different ways until one point he's just said it flat out in a text um and i haven't talked to him i have talked to him one time after that and that's it Right. So I, I basically cut him off in my life. And at the time I said, for good, for good. Yeah, I moved. I moved, literally moved <laughs> uh, and moved on out of the, my house. And um, he doesn't know where I live. He doesn't have my phone number because I don't want to have a relationship with him. But at the same time, now, now that I'm a little older, <clears throat> I can I can see that he's trying to change and that he's he's trying his hardest uh, to understand, uh, especially because now that I cut him off completely, he's he's desperate. He's reaching out and he's using my he's using his flying monkeys to get to me, and I can see the effort that he's putting on. And I forgave I already forgave him without him knowing. I already have forgiven him. Um, but it comes, it comes to a point where I'm deciding, I'm still deciding, I'm, I'm still, there's still yeah. this value here. I'm like, do I want that back? Uh, no, I don't. But then I feel sorry. And then, you know, there's a whole Catholic guilt once again. <laughs> I, you know, the learning, like um, in the live last night, that young lady who basically just judged me right off bat. You know, I want to challenge your thinking of what you already believe that people should be based on who they are. So I want to give you something, a fresh outlook. Who knows, it might spark her to look into it a bit more, look into, you know, people of color, seeing that ooh, we're not all dummies. Like we, some of us can articulate pretty, pretty well. You know, don't judge by what 
it's put out there because yes, the internet is great, but a lot of time people put things out just to gain views and followers and mm-hmm. chaos gains views and followers. So they'll show yourself in a negative light because people remember the negative more than the positive. So here you are in my life, basically the colored guy with the hat backwards and he's not listening to what you're accustomed to hearing and he's not speaking the way you're accustomed to hearing. Now you're, now you're confused. So hopefully she can take that as a step in that right direction for her. Right. You know? And you know, yeah, you're right. It's, and, that, and that was really harsh yesterday with you and I told you this and, and then you, you came back and you're like, no, I gave her a chance. So that was a lesson for me too. I guess it's like, you know what? Yeah, okay. I guess people do deserve a 50th chance. Sometimes it's that many. I'm like, because I, I gave my dad so many chances. It's like, you're still doing it. So I don't know. Sometimes we have to fall a lot of times before we get it right, brother. That's the way I look at it. Sometimes we got to keep stumbling and stumbling and stumbling until we eventually get it right. So it's not, it's never going to be but you know, human beings by nature, we're cons- consistently progressing. You know, when, as you grow older, you take on new information. What you believe yesterday might not be what you believe tomorrow. So it just takes that right push in that right direction to get you there. And it may, it may take a few lifetimes. I mean, if I'm, I'm speaking from a Buddhist. Some people never figure it out. <laughs> yeah, you haven't people- figured it out by now, maybe next yeah. lifetime. Yeah, some people never figure it out. You know, I, as I said, I was blessed. You know, one of my adopted friends, you know, he's a part of the LGBT community, you know, and it's okay with me. It's fine. You know what I mean? He's he's brought his did, boyfriend. Did you, did you know this before of the adoption or was it afterwards? I knew. Even though he didn't come out, like me and my wife, we were fully aware that okay. probably direction. Um, so when he finally out and told us, we were like, dude, we already knew. <laughs> we already knew. And he was um, at ease with that, like, you know, that his family accepts him. He's always welcomed. You know, he, he's dating someone now, you know, and he brings him We to a birthday party and he brings him to to the birthday party. We're okay. We greet him just like any, he's a regular human being. So we greet him just the same. Okay. Um, yes. I'm in a meeting. I do 102 with them. Okay, take a break. <laughs> Can I iPad? I'm sorry, my kid's there. Okay. He's doing it. I'll have to, uh, I'll just have to edit this out. All right. <laughs> uh, no, it's fine. Hey, this happened. So, and this will be the last podcast today, by the way. Uh, yeah. So let's continue. Anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. we've got, you know, he's out and came out. It actually eases his tension of worrying about his family accepting him you know because we're his family i'm his adopted father and he still calls me dad and he still comes over to grab lunch and just knowing that you know he doesn't have that prejudice here he is always over here (laughs) which i'm okay with you know so i understand he feels he feels safe and i think that's if, and if he has something he wants to talk about, usually just comes from. You know, he'll sit. You don't get you don't get you don't get that closeness from me and my dad. So, but that's yeah. where 
you know, someone in the generation has to break it. Like my father, you know, because of his environment would have been a little less tolerant to that. You know, now he's starting to come around as an older guy. Um, he's been around, but it's harder for him than it would be for me. I was more exposed. So for me, I learned that people are people. I'm not judging anyone based on anything, but by the merit of your actions. So that's the only thing I use to judge a person, you know, the merit of your actions. And right. even that, I understand that your actions have to come from somewhere. You know, this is, people aren't born hateful. We're taught hate. That you is know? true. So we are taught hate. So if you're taught hate, you're taught compassion. It's just going to be harder. It is going to be harder. <laughs> it, it has been, uh, yeah. It's, it's harder to unlearn something because you're accustomed to it and and you're not held accountable for things. Like I wasn't, I was, I was the only child, and uh, that is uh, a curse, a blessing and a curse because I wasn't disciplined to some degree by my mother, who was he's, she's the one that ma mainly raised me and my aunt. But uh, sometimes I need I needed to have that slap in the face, or <laughs> I need to have that. Oh, I got a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I didn't, so I, I cannot relate. But I I seen it happen with my cousins, but not not to me. I was special. Oh yeah, I, I tell people all the time. I'm not perfect. I, I do have to learn. Special. <laughs> <laughs> I have to learn things as I go along every day. You know what I mean. I just try to understand, and I guess that whole Libra mentality, I have to just to try to understand that, you know, people are different. And not to, you know, I don't try to judge anything. Like, I, I accept people for who they are, you know, but constant learning thing for me as well. I learn things every day from people in my lives. I learn people tell me things, and I'm like, crap, I didn't know that, you know. Now I'm opened up to more new experiences. I guess this is where the in, the internet actually works for us because there like people in Australia. I had no clue they like nice people, like super nice people. I would have never met an Australian or be having constant con contact with an Australian if it wasn't for apps like TikTok and Facebook and all of that sort of stuff. So it yeah. can serve its purpose the right way. Okay. And yeah, and and the way they're, and the way that the Australians are very, uh, their mannerisms and and they're very respectful. They're not at all like Americans. We we can be a little bit blunt and uh, uh, very outspoken and very sometimes rude, like Karen yesterday. <laughs> um, and so it's interesting. Yeah, you're right. It's interesting to find out how. Canadians too. Canadians are so like proper and so like you know like all right, you can just chill. <laughs> um, the the lifestyle like we do. <laughs> the slower the lifestyle is the more pleasant the person. It's the weirdest thing because I realize that when you're from like the New York and the city types of places like in the United States, those people are a little bit, they're quick, they need to go, they need to go, we need to go, <laughs> you know? So they don't have time to, I'm not gonna sit there and experience too many pleasantries with you, I need to go, I need to go. So they're very blunt and to the point. If you go 
a little bit towards more country and more rural territories. Yeah. And you had the, hey, what's going on? Good morning. How was your day? And it's because the lifestyle is slower. So and, is I'm not, and I'm not used to it. Either. I'm in L.A. And so I have a cabin up in Big Bear. For those that don't know, Big Bear is uh, nearby San Bernardino Forest. And so I go up. It's only three hours, right? So I go up there. And the way that people treat me in the store, there was a guy, I was in a store, a hardware store, and I was just checking stuff out and I wasn't even looking at him. And he, he says, how are you doing? I'm like, fine. But I was looking down. I was like this, I'm like, fine, how are you? And he's like, no, how are you doing though? And he looked at me and I'm, he's, like, he, he's like, how are you doing though? You look a little stressed. And I was taken aback because I'm like, oh, so you really mean, how are you? Oh, right. Where as in the city, LA, where, where somebody says, how you doing? You just say, good, and keep it going. <laughs> like, you don't have I'm busy here, I'm checking my stuff, you know? Yeah, I, I, got, a, I got two trains to catch. <laughs> yeah, your, mind, your, mind's already, your mind's already thinking ahead what's going to happen to me in 20, 30 minutes or an hour. Where they're like, but we're right here. Right. And that's the, the of sometimes small town life. Like, I, I don't get used to it. So TikTok is, is basically exposed me to a lot of people who I would normally not communicate with consistently. And I've made some really friends who are just completely there. I have one guy who calls me sir, older than me. He's like, how's it going, sir? And it, and to me, that's like shocking. Like, dude, I, I'm younger than you, you know? Yeah. How, but it's, it's respectful. It's like, okay. Yeah, this is to, to greet Yeah. And it's... Well, uh, in Spanish, as you know, Spanish too, it's like, usted o tú. Like, like, I have a customer, I would say, a guest that was uh, talking to me in Spanish. And she was saying, um, she was asking me something, but the way she was saying it, she was wording it as this, Usted, 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 which means you, but it's not a, a casual you. It's like it's like a, a little bit higher up than you. Than you. <laughs> I don't know if I'm explaining this correctly because I'm not. I'm. I still have my coffee. So, but the way I responded, I'm like, um, I treated her the same way as she treated me. So that I, I, I before I said something, I'm like, okay, cómo está usted? Okay, le vaya bien a usted. So I repeated, I repeated what she was saying in the same term because it's like, yeah, we're we're not, we're just doing a transaction here. We're not friends, and we're not cool dude or whatever. It's like, well, wait, hold on, you know, and that's it. That's because that's because it's a business transaction to me. That's different than talking to you. Uh, you know what I mean? So I still have that. I still have that mentality when I speak Spanish. And it, it's lost in English because sometimes, like, I don't tell the difference. <laughs> it's always that way. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still getting accustomed to, like... I, I, can, I, cannot, I cannot with you in your house. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, I can edit. You know what? I'm going to put this whole thing out. It's like, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> I'm thinking of editing your video, and I'm like... What? Welcome to New Jersey, people. <laughs> this city. 
Well, well LA is the same. I just, I'm just in a very, very closeted place, if you know what I'm saying. So you don't hear any noise because I'm literally in my closet. But uh, no, it's, it's cool, dude. That's, that's, how, that's life. That's life. And that's your... And sometimes, actually, I think those are, those are like white noises. I don't know if I, you know what I'm saying, like white noise. Yeah. Where you hear a helicopter or you hear the... I'm, I'm by the freeway. So I listened to uh, motorcycles last night going, and I, to me, it's nothing. Uh, I'm like, whatever. So somebody is frightening, like, wow, a helicopter, oh my God. It's like, yeah, we have that every day, every night. So it's like, hey. Sorry, there was a phone call that we try to get. Okay. I, will, um, I, will, I will edit that part out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but where were we? <laughs> White noise. White noise. White noise. City living as opposed to basically. I'm a, I'm a city kind of person. Like I, I love, I love that. I, I'm, I'm not used to. Where I go to the cabin, I get very uh, anxious because it's very quiet. After seven o'clock, eight o'clock, it's like I don't hear anything. I feel, I hear the birds and I hear the you know, the munchkins or whatever, or the raccoons. And, and I'm like, is it this quiet? So I'm used to not this quiet. Why is that? So weird. I, I grew up loving the countryside, and I still do. Um, me personally, I rather the, the peace and quiet. I, you know, the, the noise okay. of times annoys me. Mm-hmm. But, I couldn't live there the whole time. I'm so, right. used to, I'm so used to having accessibility to certain things that I would know, you know, I wouldn't get if I was in a more rural town. So I guess I'm stuck with the city life. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes we let we, the mad, in the madness of, the, of this metropolis that is LA or, or New Jersey or New York or big you know big places like that uh chicago um in the madness and the hustle there's actually some sort of comfort yeah <laughs> that sounds weird but yeah you're right i'm kind of um a nut anyway so i don't mind it. yeah survive and thrive in this type of environment so i think uh yeah we, yeah exactly and that's wonderful i mean it's yeah there's chaos of course uh, yes. But if there was no chaos, that would be a really boring life. I, I know, but the woods kind of scare me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I agree. I'm not, I'm not a fan of woods at night, you know. Well, I'm not, I'm not in, the, in the actual woods. Like, I, I know you're um, not describing it correctly. There, actually, there's a neighborhood. So it's, there's like a house next door and, the, you know, it's a normal, it's a normal, uh, it's a small town. Mm-hmm. All right, somebody's texting me. Uh, I'm gonna have to go anyway. Uh, but yeah, they're you know it's a small town, um, and they're not used to uh, city life, and that's fine by me. Um, but then I I realized that I'm very agitated, and they're like, it's okay, you know. They're like very calm. Their calmness um, irradiates, and it's contagious. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let me just sit back here and 
I don't have to hurry up. Get <laughs> <laughs> time to think. You know, sometimes we need that time. You know, so yeah. all this madness and mess sometimes think. And that's kind of what 2020 kind of forced us to do. <clears throat> and that's the reason why a lot of us can't deal with the yeah. lockdown, shutdowns. It drives us up because you I, I couldn't. Yeah, we're not used to it. Like, I'm itching to go out. I'm itching to hit my restaurant or, you know, just go on usual free-flowing lifestyle where someone in a more rural territory, they're used to the quiet and the calm already. So for us, 2020 has been quite a culture shock. The whole pandemic thing is a culture shock for us. That's why our time dealing with, you know, because... The silence could be maddening. You know, the quiet, the calm could be maddening. Because was yeah, exactly. Because you okay. So yesterday, and I'm I'm gonna make this short, but yesterday I had the word of the day because there's somebody on TikTok doing this word of the day uh, meditation, right? Mm-hmm. And my word of the day yesterday, odd enough, was silence. Silence, right? And I I'm in LA, so. But the one, the one thing that got, I got, I got, I got out of that is I was driving to get some cigarettes, which is, I'm, I'm, I, long story short, it's a little bit of a trip because I make my own cigarettes, and I decided not to turn on the radio mm-hmm. and see what happens, right? And so it was probably, I want to say, forty minutes of me just being quiet. And then all these thoughts came. I'm like, wait a minute. That was there the whole time. I was exactly. just numb. I was just like blocking it, numbing it. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And I'm, I was getting some stuff and I'm like, I've never done that. Exactly. But we're so distracted. You know, we're so distracted. Even me, I have to kind of remind myself like, hey, put the phone down. You know, yeah. hey, some time. You know, just take some all this madness. You know, I yesterday I actually sat down with my kids for a little and turned on because we were joking about the whole TikTok video I did about lamb chops play along. I actually yeah. watched a couple of episodes of it. You know, just try to enjoy my own space without the electronics, and it was just like. Interesting. I ended up starting telling my kids stories of things they'd never heard before. It was that silence, that little bit of away time from the normal that basically pushed that up. So even the pandemic has its benefits that, that we just can't see. You know? You know, we, we do have to focus on the blessings sometimes. Uh, yeah. Instead it's of only, focus on the positive. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we can get through stuff like this without ourselves mad. Like I, I would have never thought I would talk to Emil or AKA Big Dog Lefty last year. I would have never had, I would have never met you and your wife and your lovely uh, community in TikTok as well. Like I'm meeting people every day. I would have never thought that's possible and, and being able to have this platform. And I had the platform before, but it's different now. Yeah. Um, Same here. So, been on TikTok, I would have never basically, you know, I, I'm not really a social media guy altogether. 
have a, a small YouTube channel that I basically was okay with videos. But I jumped on TikTok and here I go, the world just boomed and opened up to me. So it's like really interesting. So now because of 2020, here I am, <laughs> you know, meeting new and interesting people. So it does have its purpose. Um, mm -hmm. And it's the only way we're going to deal with it. And hopefully at the end of this all, you know, it makes us stronger for it because we might have to be accustomed to accepting that this is, might be the new norm. They're, the masks might never go away. You know, these things that are put into place might be permanent. You know, this is also something that we have to get, how can I say, prepared to accept. And I know a lot of you see it on the news. There are a lot of people who have a hard time of accepting what's going on right now. Yeah. You know, it does affect your livelihood. But we're human. We're strong. We can make it. Yeah. Exactly. Last words of the day. Last words of the day. What is the word of the day for you today? Let's just, let's just start. Tolerance. That is the word of the day. Tolerance. My word of the day was coffee. <laughs> Yo, tolerance, people. No, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll stop it right there. But yeah, coffee, like coffee talk, that's, that's what I mean by that. Coffee, talk in the morning, have a little time for yourself. That's what I meant. Absolutely. Yeah. And tolerance, hey, tolerance is tolerance. It's uh, no, nice words, nice words. That's pretty much what it's all about. Uh, Big Dog Lefty, thank you so much for taking a little bit of your time. I know that your crazy, crazy, you know, lifestyle is, is wonderful. I love it. I, I'm, there, I'm there for it. Uh, so thank you. It's my days off. Always crazy. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's fun. It's fun. It's like a roller coaster. <laughs> As always. Italo, my man, thank you for having me. Likewise, man. Good day, brother. And everyone else, enjoy your day, people. Enjoy Stay your days. Good, good, good. All right, cheers. Cheers to you, too. We are go for liftoff in T minus 30. Hit the record button. It's a